Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. All right, so um, the, I don't even remember what I call this message. Can you put the uh, title slide up, please? Activating, that's right, activating the saints. Activate, you're gonna leave here activated in Jesus' name, I'm telling you. The mission of the church, if you, wanna, if you wanted to sum up, you know, what, why does the church exist? You go all the way back to the book of Genesis when God makes Adam and Eve, he gives a commission to Adam and Eve. He, the Bible says that he blesses them and then he said to go fill the earth subdue it and take dominion over it, okay? But then he also takes Adam and puts him in a garden and tells him to tend and to keep it. So it's like, it's a little confusing because he tells Adam, this is your garden, this is your your domain, this is your home, you take care of this, but also go into all the world, fill the earth and subdue it. So I'm sure Adam was a little confused. What do I do? Do I stay in the garden? Do I leave the garden? The only way that both of those things could be true is if the original mission was to expand the garden until the garden covered the entire earth. That's the only way that both of those things could be true. That's the original mandate, was that the Garden of Eden, paradise, would, would grow to cover the entire earth. And that's the mission of the church, to grow and cover the entire earth. All right? With me so far? Okay. Now, one of the things um, as a, um, you know, as, as the, the leader of this campus, it's, it's my job to... Um, to see into the future what you know our city needs, what you need, what what we need as a church family, and um, as I have been contemplating and praying with Katie about what 2024 is going to look like for us, um, just this this kind of revelation came that in 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 that spirit of of uh, the Garden of Eden expanding and growing to take um, to to cover the entire earth, that picture being being a picture of the mandate of the church to to grow and 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 fill and cover and expand. Um, I've realized that that two things have to be working in in kind of harmony together, okay? A garden is healthy. You wouldn't call it a garden. Like if, if I just showed you like a, a bricked in dirt area with like a bunch of weeds and I said, look at my garden. You'd be like, bro, that's not a garden. That's a bunch of dead weeds. Like when you use the word garden, it, it implies that, that there's health, that there's vibrancy, that there's fruit growing, that there's vegetables growing. It, then it's a garden. A garden has to be healthy. But then anything that's healthy grows. And so the church has to have, our campus, we as a church family, we have to have a, a balance of, two, it's almost like two sides of the same coin, where one side is health. And I preached about it a few Wednesdays ago. I, I preached a message called um, 
order out of chaos. And if you haven't had a chance, I, I would really encourage you to podcast that message. I think it's vitally important for our campus to take hold of that message that you are responsible for having order in your life, for having godly order. And none of us are perfect. You know, we're all working it out in real time. So it's not, not about that. But, but there you, it is your responsibility to have things in the right order, to be pursuing health in your own life. That's your responsibility. Like our church is a little different than, than other churches because a lot of other churches, they, you know, they, they want you to come in all busted up and, and broken and then, you know, they're going to minister to you. And, and that's, if you're in here and you're busted up and broken, that's great. But you're not going to stay like that at this church. We're going to get you healed up, and you're not just going to be in this constant cycle of being busted up and broken over and over and over again, right? You have a responsibility to be healthy, okay? Now, that's on the one side. Now, the other side is we have an assignment. Like, we have a city to take. We have a, a city that we, we want to see saved. Like the, we have a vision from our, our lead pastor to have 16 campuses in San Diego. The only way we do that is by developing and empowering people to step into a God calling, a God assignment in their life. Okay. So that's the other side of the coin. Now here's the problem. If you focus on them out of balance thing, either way, things get weird. So if you're just, if we are all empower, develop, and we're just finding the gifts in you and, and calling those out and, and shoving you into leadership positions, and, but you're not healthy, then your life, you just unravel, and it's really bad. It's really bad because you're carrying, you know, and stress is a good thing, by the way. The world tries to tell you that you should live a stress-free life. No, stress means that you're responsible for stuff. Okay? Stress actually is a really, really good thing. If you let that stress define you, if you let that stress um, you know, affect you negatively, then that's out of order. But actually having stress in your life is a good thing because stress means that there's weight, that there's pressure. It means that you have assumed responsibility for things, and that is a good thing. Now, if, we, if we're just all develop and empower, and come on, we're going we're gonna to call the gold out of you, and you're going to be the world's greatest leader, and da, 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 but you're not healthy healthy, then eventually that weight becomes too much and it crushes you and you, you are, you know, drinking yourself to sleep at night because you, you're so stressed out, you're whatever, pick your vice that, that you're having to, to use as a self-coping mechanism. That's not good. On the other hand, if all we do is just focus on, on just being healthy and having just healthy lives and make sure everybody's good and healthy and happy, then we don't expand. We don't grow. We don't go plant new campuses. We have an assignment in this city to see the city of San Diego one for Jesus Christ. We're on a mission. We're on a mission. And as of this last week, we signed a contract to have our very first preview service in Coronado. It's going to happen January 28th at the Hotel Del Coronado in a flagship building on the island. And we're doing it because we're on a mission. And you know what? It's hard. It's hard. It's been really hard. But you know, I don't, it doesn't matter. We're on assignment. Okay, and so if we just lean into let's just let's just make sure we're healthy. Let's just um, you know, like I've, I hear people say all the time, like, oh man, I just I just I just really love like like a small church. I'm just like you're gonna have a you're, heaven's gonna suck for you. It's just a big giant church. 
like when Peter was filled with the day one of the church, the church went from like 150 people to 3,000. Big church, like that, okay? Church is meant to be big. It's meant to grow. It's meant to expand. We have to have both sides of that coin. We have to be healthy. We have to have appropriate order in our lives. We have to um, seek wisdom and counsel. We have to take inventory of ourselves. We need to repent of our sins. When we find ourselves, we, we need to, the Bible says, confess your sins to one another and you will be healed. If you are not regularly grabbing a friend at men's prayer, women's prayer, whatever, just saying, hey, here's something I've been struggling with over the last few weeks. I just need to get it off my chest. I need to confess it. The Bible, like, I don't know why we don't take that verse seriously. The Bible says, if you confess your sins to one another, you will be healed. Why? I mean, I want to be healed. I don't know about you. And so like, that's part of being a healthy, God-fearing Christian. But at the same time, we also have to identify the gifts in people. We need to be calling people higher. We need to be challenging people to step into a God assignment, to assume more responsibility, to, to watch their capacity grow, to, to see them step into things that, that, that may make you afraid. You're like, oh my gosh, I could never do that. I've, I've said that about every single thing I've ever jumped into in my life. It's like a core value of mine that if I'm scared, I'm just gonna do it scared. That's, that's Christianity, is you just do it scared, okay? That's what it looks like. And we have to, as a church, have both sides of that coin. We have to be committed, and they do, they do come in a certain order, okay? You, you need to get the healthy and the order side first, and then look at the developing, the empowering, all of that stuff, okay? And so um, I want to talk specifically about um, what developing and empowering and activating looks like. And we're going to like, we're going to walk it out tonight. Okay. You're going to leave here empowered to step into more than you are currently carrying. And I'm telling you a life of meaning, like the kind of life that you will get to the end of your life and say, man, like, like Paul, Paul said, I have fought the good fight. Like that, that, in a very healthy way, that haunts me. Like, I want to be able to get to the end of my life and say, when I look back and I survey all of it, say, man, I did a good job. Will you be able to, at the end of your life, say, you know what? I ran a really good race. I fought a really good fight. And so we're going to activate the calling in you. We're going to equip you because we have a city to save. We have a region of people that are hurting and broken and need us. And so, you know, our church has all kinds of, of tools. We have uh, the Pathfinder Apprenticeship that, that will, you know, awaken gifting inside of you. It will develop you and empower you. We, we have Awaken You that has a, a Bible college component that, that is about, you know, a, 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 like leadership rising in you, all, all kinds of, of amazing things like that. Just serving on a team. Probably one of the greatest um, unlocking mechanisms in my life was just serving the church. The Bible says that the gifts of God are unrepentant. And so God will actually impart gifts to you that are, that are made 
made for the building of his church, but then he doesn't take it back when you're not inside the walls of the church. And so everything that I've learned about leadership, about even communicating and public speaking, like I use all that in the marketplace now, and it's awesome. It's not like God developed those gifts in me by serving his church. So we have all kinds of, of mechanisms like that, and, and but there's also the Bible talks about that there's just some things that just have to be imparted, have to be imparted. I want to talk specifically about a little bit of like a, a, a niche practice in the Bible, and it's the laying on of hands. The Bible says that all kinds of interesting things happen with the laying on of hands. In Romans 1 verse 11, Paul writes to the Romans, to the Roman church, and he says, for I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gift so that you may be established. And he, and it was like, he, he was basically saying like, I can't just kind of pray it through the airwaves and it'll get its way to you. I actually have to be with you. I'm gonna have to lay my hands on you and I'm gonna impart to you. That means there's gonna be a, a transfer of a gift that's on me to you so that you will be established. And that's why that verse right there convinces me that meeting together is so important. You can't lay hands on over the internet. Okay, so like internet church, I'm sorry. It's just not the same. I don't know what to tell you. And obviously I'm preaching to the choir because you're here in person, but I hear people all the time, oh, you know, no, I, I, I just, there's a church in, you know, Miami. I just, I just tune in. I like that pastor and I just watch him online. I'm like, well, you know, then, they, okay. Like you're just hearing, the, there's, there can be no impartation because you're just not there in the presence of the saints. And so there's, um, and these are, I have three like hyper quick points. I'm actually, to keep me honest, I'm going to have the worship team join me right now so that I won't belabor these points because I just, you know, <sighs> preachers got to preach, you know, I just, I can't help it sometimes. There's, um, there's, you know, there's several, um, sort of things that happen in, in the scriptures through the laying on of hands, but there's really three main things. And I want to just read you a verse so you believe me, so you know that I'm not making this up. This is from the Word of God, just kind of for each of these three things. And then we're actually going to call the ministry team up. And if you need any of those three things, you're just going to come and see them, and they're going to put their hands on you, and they're going to pray for you, and things are going to shift in your life. Okay? I believe that in faith. Why don't we actually just take a second? Let's just pray right now and just invite the Holy Spirit in this place. God, we thank you that you are here. Your word says that where two or more are gathered, you are there in their midst. I know that you are here with us, that you are eager, that you're like a, almost like a, like a racehorse behind the, the gate, um, just, just itching for the, for the gate to fly open so that you can run into the hearts of these men and women. God, I just pray that, that people are gonna leave here filled with your spirit. God, I believe that there's people in here who have never been baptized with the Holy Spirit as, as, as evidence through the gift of speaking in tongues. People are going to leave here speaking in, in other languages that they've, that they've never learned, in heavenly languages today. I believe it. God, I believe that there's people who, that you want to impart spiritual giftings to, gifts of, of healing, of discernment, of, of the working of miracles, all of the, that you're going to impart gifts to people here this evening. God, I believe that you're, 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 your heart is to move mightily in this place 
grace to equip us, God, so that we can go out and accomplish the assignment that you have for us. We pray it all in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right. So three very quick things. Um, in uh, Let's throw Luke uh, chapter 4, verse 40 up on the screen. This is... Um, uh, talking about Jesus. It says, when the sun was setting, all those who had any that were sick with various diseases brought them to Jesus and Jesus laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. If you're in here and you have been given a diagnosis, if you're in pain, if you're sick at the end of service, I'm going to have you come forward and there's going to be people that are going to actually put their hands on you and they're going to pray for healing in your body. And I believe like really and truly that people are going to be healed today. All right. Healing is one of the main um, uh, outworkings of the laying on of hands. And it wasn't just for Jesus. You could say, okay, well, look, you know, none of these people standing up here are Jesus. Well, you're right. Well, you know what? It also happened with all of the apostles in the book of Acts. The Bible says that Paul, that Peter, that James, that all of the apostles would lay hands on the sick and they recover. Okay. One of the main outworkings on, uh, with the laying on of hands is healing, physical, supernatural, unexplainable healing. All right. That was point one. Point number two. I told you I'm moving fast, baby. Point number two, um, is what I'm calling commissioning. And um, whenever we uh, ordain a, a pastor, you'll notice that we, we bring them up on stage and, um, and part of it is we actually lay our hands on them and we pray for them. And the laying on of hands is also a, um, a symbol of commissioning somebody into a kingdom assignment. And in First um, Timothy chapter four, Paul is writing to his his understudy, his protege Timothy, and he says, "Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the eldership." And so this this young man Timothy, who um, was half Jewish, half Greek was launched into his God calling by elders laying their hands on him and praying. And I've been asking the Holy Spirit all day that he would begin to stir in the hearts of some of you that know that you're called to more in ministry, that know that you're called to more in, in building his kingdom, in, in serving his church. And you may not know the capacity, and I'm not, we're not ordaining you as a pastor today, nothing like that, okay? But it's just, I'm going to ask in a bit, if you're in here and you just, like God is stirring in your heart that there's, I've, I've been on the sideline for too long and I know God's calling me to get in the game. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know what to do. That's fine. Here in a bit, I'm gonna, we're going to have you come forward and the, the our ministers are going to lay their hands on you and pray for a supernatural equipping, a supernatural unlocking in your life. Can somebody say amen? And then lastly, um, let's just read uh, Acts chapter 8, verse 17. I love, um, I love this verse. It says, uh, then they laid hands on them, the apostles, they laid hands on these new believers and they received the Holy Spirit. And when this guy Simon saw that through the laying on of the apostles' hands, the Holy Spirit was given, he offered them money saying, give me this power also that anyone on whom I lay hands may receive the Holy Spirit. 
So this guy Simon is a Yahoo. We don't really care about him. But I do think it's interesting that you have to sort of read that that story and realize that the apostles placed their hands on these new believers and prayed for them. And something so supernatural and outward happened that this guy was like, okay, whatever that was, I will pay you money if you teach me how to do that. So it wasn't just like they stood there and, you know, the apostles said, all right, I baptize you in the Holy Spirit. Amen. And they were like, thank you. Like something happened where this guy, Simon was like, okay, whatever, whatever I just saw, like, give me that. I'll pay you money if you teach me how to do that. There's a baptism of the Holy Spirit. Bible said that Jesus told the apostles to go to Jerusalem and wait, wait, don't do anything. He gave them a commission. He said, you're going to go into all the world. You're going to be my witnesses. You're going to make disciples. You're going to baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You're going to teach them everything that I have commanded you. But before you start, I need you to wait. I need you to go to Jerusalem and wait because you're not ready yet. You're not equipped yet. You haven't been empowered. You haven't been baptized by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, the Bible says, is our helper. And I'm telling you, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, when you've been baptized with the Holy Spirit, crazy things happen. There's been times where I've been talking to somebody and it's like, as I'm saying things, it's like I'm like looking at myself like, that was really good. How did I, I didn't know that. That's because the Holy Spirit is your helper. He will actually speak through you and you'll be surprised at how wise you sound but it's not you. It's the Holy Spirit. I love, in the, if, you, if you read the book of Acts, and I'm, I'm literally closing with this, and we're gonna start praying for people. If you read the book of Acts, nothing is in the Bible by, by accident. It's all very intentional. Anytime in the first few chapters of the book of Acts, Peter does something dumb, which is often because he's Peter. It just says, and then Peter, whatever, just describes what, what he, whatever it was he did. Anytime Peter does something awesome, it always says, Peter, comma, filled with the Holy Spirit, comma, made the dead man rise to life. Like the Bible, like, makes it abundantly clear that anything that Peter does that's awesome is because he's filled with the Holy Spirit. That's it. If he does anything bad, the Bible's like, no, that's on Peter. That wasn't us. The Holy Spirit is your helper. It empowers you to, to, to launch out into, into a God-sized calling. If you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit, if you don't have a prayer language, if you don't speak in tongues, and listen, I know I came from like a really quiet Southern Baptist church in Texas, okay? When I first got here and heard somebody speak in tongues, I was like, this is very strange. But I'm telling you, it is one of the greatest gifts in the world. When you, like, I, there's there's times I've been, I've like, I've been in in prayer, like, and it's like I don't even, like my English fails me. It's like I don't have the words. I don't even know what to pray for. And that's when you can just pray in the spirit, pray in tongues, and it's like your brain gets out of the way. And the Bible says that when you pray in tongues, the Holy Spirit actually is praying on your behalf, praying perfect prayers to heaven. So when you're, when you're like, man, I'm lost in this situation. I don't know what to do. I don't, maybe you have like a, you know, I mean, I, I, I am not at the stage of parenting teenagers yet. 
and I just cannot imagine what that's going to be like. I'm sure there's going to be times where I'm going to be like, God, I don't know what to pray. And I will be very thankful that I have a prayer language that I can just pray in the Spirit and let the Holy Spirit pray for me because I have no idea what to pray. So if you're in here and you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, if you've never been baptized with the Holy Spirit, then here in a second, going to have you come forward and receive prayer. It's going to be awesome. And so I want us all to stand to our feet. And actually, I really, um, I actually didn't didn't plan on doing this, but I, um, as I was driving up here, I really felt um, from God to do this. So hopefully, I was right. It wasn't bad pizza. Um, one of I say this, um, I say this humbly, but there is a, a a gift on my life that I'm so thankful for, and God has really blessed me with supernatural capacity. Um, and I'm not saying this to you to, to brag or anything like that, but, you know, Katie and I have a very, very full, amazing life. Um, obviously, I'm the campus pastor here of this campus. I am responsible for the health, the success of this campus. We're also launching a campus in Coronado um, that has brought its own unique set of challenges, of warfare. I've been in the newspaper a million times. We've been shouted at. We've been heckled. My car has been egged. It's been crazy. I'm also um, the executive pastor over all of our worship and production across the entire church. That's my responsibility. Um, I'm the head songwriter and executive producer for all of Awaken Music. So uh, the music we make, um, I either wrote or co-wrote um, almost all of, of those songs. I'm a businessman. I have uh, an engineering uh, software company that I started. We're working on uh, reorganizing and raising a bunch of capital right now. I have a web design agency that makes up the bulk of my my monthly income. I'm a minority shareholder in a, a solar company with a few guys here from this campus. I'm a minority shareholder in a, a business with Pastor um, Alex Klott from um, our San Marcos campus. And I'm a pretty good husband and a good father. And so one of the gifts that's on my life is to be able to shoulder all of that and, you know, for the most part, do it pretty well. I definitely have my days where it feels like a lot. And actually, I feel, um, I felt called on the way up here to just impart to you a supernatural capacity. And so if there's anybody in here that feels like you're hungry for more capacity, I actually want you to do something brave and just come out of your seat and come stand up here at the altar and the worship team is gonna sing and I'm gonna, I'm gonna pray for you. I'm actually gonna put my hand on you and I'm gonna impart to you the gift of supernatural capacity. And then after that, we're gonna do exactly what I said um, we were gonna do and, and uh, we'll get these three groups organized and it's gonna, be, it's gonna be great. So just go ahead and make your way forward, make your way forward. And I'm gonna hop down off the stage. I'm gonna I'm gonna just pray for these people really quick while the worship team leads us. And then I'm gonna hop back up here. And here, can you guys just cram in a little bit? Cram in, cram in, cram in. This way, this way. There we go. There we go. There we go. Awesome, awesome, cool. I'm gonna hop down off the stage. Worship team, if you will, just lead us. I'm gonna pray for some people for a couple minutes. Then I'm gonna hop back up here, and we're gonna do those three groups, like I said. So just, if you're not up here, then just take some time and just worship. Just praise God for all the good things in your life. Just thank Him for what He's doing. Begin to allow Him to 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 allow you to dream again, to put dreams in your heart. And I'm gonna take a few minutes and pray for these people. Come on, worship team. And healing, the 
Heavenly Father, right now, I thank you for supernatural capacity coming on your sons and your daughters, God, that we are men and women who are going to take responsibility for our city. We're going to take responsibility for ourselves. We're going to take responsibility for our families. God, I thank you that we're going to be men and women that say yes, God, just as you said to Peter, and I just see this right now. I just see the, when Peter um, was standing there with Jesus and Jesus said to him, will you launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch? And Peter said, God, why would we do that? We've been fishing all night. We've caught nothing, but nevertheless, at your word, I will do it. Alex and Carol, I just see this new level of capacity coming on you both. And I actually see you both, um, it's almost like, and not, not in a bad way, but it's like you, you guys kind of, you know, you do your own thing. Alex, you have your your your, your turf business, and, and it, it, it's almost like you're, I just see this, this merging of you two, you two coming together as a, as a married couple. And Carol, you actually becoming like a, a, a very important business partner to Alex. And I see, Alex, I see you just bouncing ideas off your beautiful wife. And I see you at the dinner table discussing, you know, hey, I'm thinking about hiring this new guy. What do you think? And, and Carol, I just see you saying, oh, you know, I don't know. There's something about that. I'm not sure. And I just see this, this intertwining coming in your marriage. That, that's, uh, and, and because of that, because of the intertwining, there's going to be a new measure of strength in your family, a new measure of strength in your business so that your business can actually grow. I see that there's, there's almost been, um, almost like God has held back a little bit of the blessing from pouring on you because you're not quite strong enough to, to bear it all. But I see that shifting right now under the sound of my voice. God, I thank you for new contracts, even just things you were never even looking for, like, like a, you know, commercial contracts, big, big, big engagements. And I see you guys doing it together, God. We bless them in Jesus' mighty name. God, we thank you for new business ideas. We thank you for raises and promotions. God, I thank you for people saying yes to new opportunities to serve your house. I see people stepping into new levels of leadership and saying, you know what? I'm not just going to show up to church and attend. I'm actually going to get off of the bench, get into the game. I want to be a part of taking San Diego for the kingdom of heaven. We pray it all in Jesus' mighty name. Somebody say amen. Amen, amen, amen. Beautiful. Okay, it's a little crazy with everybody up here, but can you all do me a favor and just kind of scoot back just a little bit. Don't go back to your seat and just stay up here. And then um, I've, I've asked a couple of uh, members of our ministry team um, to, to kind of make their way to the front. So if you could um, make your way to the front ministry team. So here's what we're going to do. Um, we're, I'm going to go ahead and, and literally close the service right now. The worship team is just going to continue to sing and lead us. But if you are in one of those three categories that I talked about, I'm going to go over them really quick one more time. First one is healing. If you need physical healing in your body, if you've been given a diagnosis, if you're sick, if you have chronic pain, I'm telling you, God heals people. I know it's crazy. I know it doesn't make sense. That's why it's supernatural. In Spanish, you say sobrenatural. It's over the natural. I have been supernaturally healed of an autoimmune disease. Autoimmune disease runs in my family. I had something called acute chronic Epstein-Barr virus that made my life very miserable, and I was literally supernaturally healed. I didn't take any medication. I didn't do any kind of treatment. I literally was healed in a service just like this. So that's, um, who did I say for, so um, uh, Tony, um, Manuel and Ruby, Rudy and Gladys, if you need physical healing, not yet, but here in a second, I want you to come and see this crew over here, all right? This side, this is the healing side, okay? This is the healing side. If you um, 
The next one was commissioning. If you feel that there's just a tug in your heart to, to just, you don't know what, you don't, don't know what it looks like, but just to say yes, that God is actually, just like he did to Peter saying, why don't you push out your, your boat? Why don't you push out into the deep and let down your net for a catch? You know that God's calling you into more, into something, and maybe you don't know what it is. Maybe you know exactly what it is, and you've been too scared to actually say yes. I want you to come over here to this side to see Nashla, see Chito, see beautiful Joe and Nancy Rojas, okay? So if, if that's you over there, and if you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit, if you don't have a prayer language, if you don't speak in tongues, I want you to come right here to see Christian Lupita and Pastor Lore, okay? So, quiz, if you need healing, where do you go? Very good. If you need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, where do you go? In the middle, very good. If you need commissioning into what's next, where do you go? Very good. So with that, I'm gonna close the service out and I want you just to begin to make your way down if that's you. And if you, you gotta go grab your kids and wanna head on home, that's great. But the worship team is just gonna continue to lead us as they've done so beautifully. And our team is gonna be praying. We love you, church. Have an amazing night. Don't leave here the same way you came in. Don't let the devil lie to you and whisper to you that it's not gonna work. I'm telling you, things will shift in a moment. So come on, make your way down. We love you, church. God bless you. Have a great night. Wow. What an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.